Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast, brought to you today by Etitude, makers of the world's first organic bamboo lyocell bedding. Try out their heavenly soft bamboo bedding for 100 days risk-free. Get 10% off your purchase by using the special coupon code INSPIRATION. Visit them online at etitude.com. That's E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com. Discover what it feels like to sleep on a cloud. Today's podcast has been edited and adapted from the book The Victorious Attitude by Dr. Orison Sweat Martin, published in 1916. Would you not think yourself fortunate to have an assistant of great ability who is available free of charge day and night and so susceptible to instructions that even your slightest mental suggestion would be faithfully carried out? If you had such an assistant and knew that in spite of their great ability, they would be able to do what you suggested only in proportion to your belief in their power to do so. Would you not be careful to entertain no doubts of their ability to carry out your wishes or suggestions? Now, just substitute for this personal assistant your subconscious self, that part of you which is below the threshold of your consciousness, and try to realize that this self is actually the sort of assistant I have just described, capable of carrying out all your desires of executing all your purposes, of realizing all your ambitions to the exact extent of your belief in its powers, and you will get some idea of what it can accomplish for you. This assistant is closer to you than your breath, nearer than your heartbeat, a faithful helper walking by your side all through life to execute your faintest wish, to carry out your desires, to help you achieve your aims. Every bit of help, of encouragement, of support that you give to this other self will add to the magnificence and splendor of your destiny. On the other hand, all negative, vicious thoughts, all selfishness, greed and envy, all doubts and fears, all the discouraging, destructive thoughts you entertain will impair and weaken your assistant in exact proportion to their intensity and persistency. In fact, it rests with you whether your assistant shall be your greatest help, a heavenly friend and servant, or your greatest hindrance, your worst enemy. It doesn't matter what we call them, the subconscious and conscious self, or the subjective and objective mind. We are all conscious that these are two forces constantly at work in us. One commands and the other obeys. We know that one of these, the subjective mind, does not originate its acts, but gets its instructions from the objective mind, which contains the willpower. Experience shows us that the subjective or subconscious mind, which I have called our personal assistant, is a servant which obeys our will carries out our wishes and registers in the brain a faithful record of not only our every thought, word, and act, but of everything we see and everything we hear others say. 
Our subconscious mind is the record storehouse of all that has ever happened to us. Every thought, every experience, whatever passes before the eye, or that we see, or hear, or feel, is registered accurately in our brain by our subconscious mind. Now, if this other self, the personal assistant, the subconscious mind, or whatever we choose to call it, has such enormous power, why can it not be trained to work for us when we are asleep, as well as when we are awake? Have you ever thought of the possibilities for spiritual and mental development during sleep? Has it ever occurred to you that while the processes of repair and growth are proceeding normally in the body, the mind may also be expanding, the soul as well as the body may be growing? As a matter of fact, we never awake the same exact being as when we went to sleep. We are either better or worse. We changed while we slept. While our senses were wrapped in slumber, the subjective mind was busily at work. It was either building up or tearing down. By an intelligent, systematic direction of this sleepless faculty of the brain, we can actually make it create for us along the line of our desires. But as it is, most of us, by not putting the mind in proper condition before going to sleep, not only do not intelligently use this marvelous creative agency, but destroy all possibility of beneficial results from its action. We forget that it is as necessary to prepare the mind for sleep as it is to prepare the body. The first thing to remember is that the way we feel when we awake in the morning depends on how we were feeling or thinking when we went to sleep. If we go to bed holding a grudge against a neighbor, with a resolve to get back at somebody who has hurt us, if we have hatred or jealousy in our heart, if we are envious of another's success, and if we go to sleep nursing these feelings, we awake in a depressed, exhausted state feeling bitter, pessimistic, irritable, and unhappy. The destructive spirit was at work all night, running amuck among the delicate brain and nerve cells, furiously tearing down what beneficent nature had taken such pains to upbuild. But when we take pleasant, kindly, loving thoughts to bed with us, we awake refreshed, in a happy, contented frame of mind. Our sleepless faculties spent the hours in upbuilding, performing friendly functions for us during the night. Few people ever think of preparing the mind for sleep, yet it is even more necessary than it is to prepare the body. Most of us take great pains to put the latter in order. We undress, maybe take a warm bath, perhaps massage the face with lotion, we make sure that our bedroom is properly heated or cooled and that our bed is clean and comfortable. But to the matter of preparing our minds, we don't give it a thought. Instead of making our subconscious mental processes build for us in the night, we allow them to tear down much of what we have built during the day. Many of us grow old, haggard, and wrinkled in the night, when just the reverse ought to be happening. For nature herself has ordained that nighttime should be the building the renewing time of life. 
If we were only to prepare the mind for sleep with the same intelligence and care that we prepare the body, if we were to give it a cleansing mental bath, wiping from memory slate all the black, discordant pictures, all the worries and fears which vexed and perplexed us during the day, instead of having the nightmare panorama passing and repassing before us during the night, robbing us of needed rest and neutralizing our upbuilding, recuperative forces, what a difference it would make in our achievement, in our lives. I know people whose lives have been revolutionized by adopting the practice of putting themselves in a harmonious condition, getting in tune with the infinite, before going to sleep. Formerly they were in the habit of retiring in a bad mood, tired and discouraged over anticipated evils, worrying about all sorts of things. They would discuss their misfortunes at night with their spouses, and then stew over unfortunate conditions in their affairs their mistakes, and the possible evil consequences that might result from them. Naturally, their minds were in an upset condition when they fell asleep, and as might have been expected, the melancholy, black, ugly pictures of the misfortunes they feared, vividly exaggerated in the stillness of the night, became etched deeper and deeper into their brains, making real rest and reinvigoration almost impossible. When they reformed their habits, changed their thoughts, and retired in a peaceful frame of mind with the intention of going to sleep, instead of tossing and turning over their troubles, their business and lives straight away began to improve. They were stronger, fresher, more vigorous, more resourceful, better able to cope with difficulties, to make plans and to carry them out, than when they were depleting their physical and mental resources by robbing themselves of their best friend, nature's restorative, sleep. Many people tell me that they cannot stop thinking after they go to bed. Their brains are so active doing their next day's work that they cannot stop the mind from turning for hours. Of course, you cannot stop all thinking the first night you begin to form this new habit, when you have practiced the old bed thinking habit for years when perhaps as far back as you can remember, you have gone to bed every night worrying, worrying, thinking, thinking, planning ahead for days, for weeks, for months, planning ahead perhaps even for the coming year. But if you persist and make it a cast iron rule to allow no anxieties or fears, no business troubles or discords of any kind, enter your bedroom, you will succeed in accomplishing your object. Think of your bedroom as the one place sacred to rest and restoration, where the things that trouble and harass and vex you during the daytime shall find no entrance. Put the following quotation over the door, or in some conspicuous place where you can see it. This is my spiritual refuge, the place of supreme peace and power in my life, from which all discord must be shut out. Then, when you undress and lie down, say to yourself, I have done my best during the day. Now I am going to stop thinking, stop worrying and planning, and get a good refreshing sleep to prepare me for tomorrow's work. Clear your mind not only of all anxious, worrying thoughts about work, but also of all ill will or hatred toward others. 
Resolve that you will not harbor an unpleasant, bitter, or unkind thought toward any human being. That you will wipe from your memory everything you have ever had against anyone. That you will forget whatever is unpleasant in the past and start again with a clean slate. Just imagine that the words harmony, peace, love, goodwill to every living thing are emblazoned in letters of light all over the walls of your room. Repeat them over and over until that other self, that personal assistant just below the threshold of your consciousness, becomes saturated with the ideas they convey. And after a while, you will drop into slumber with a serene, poised mind, a mind filled with happy, joyous, creative thoughts. If you are a victim of insomnia and go to bed every night with the thought firmly fixed that you are not going to sleep, you are, to a great extent, the victim of your belief. The conviction in your subconscious mind that there is something wrong with your sleeping ability is largely responsible for the continuance of your trouble. We know by experience that we can convince ourselves of almost anything by affirming it long enough and often enough. The constant repetition after a while establishes the belief in our minds that the thing is true. We thus can establish the sleep habit just as easily as any other habit. It is perfectly possible by means of affirmation, the constant repetition of heart-to-heart -heart talks with yourself, to regain your power to sleep normally. Your subconscious self, that side of your nature which presides over the involuntary or automatic functions during sleep, as well as awake, can be made to obey your commands, or rather suggestions, to overcome your insomnia. Say this to your inner self. You know there is no reason why you should not sleep. There is no defect in your physical or mental makeup which keeps you awake. You ought to sleep soundly so many hours every night. There is no reason why you should not, and you are going to do so tonight. If you play as hard as you work, Refresh and rejuvenate yourself with recreation and good times when your work is done, and then at a regular hour every night prepare your mind for sleep by giving it a mental bath and clothing it in beautiful thoughts. You will in a short time establish the habit of a sound, peaceful, refreshing sleep. Whatever else you do or do not do, form the habit of calling on the great spirit within you before retiring. Leave there a message of growth, of self-betterment, and self-enlargement. Seek a solution to that which you yearn for and long to realize but do not know how to attain. This earnest call, this request for something higher and nobler, will be registered by your subconscious and work like a leaven during the night. As time goes on, all the building forces within you will unite in furthering your aim. And helping you to realize your vision, whatever it may be. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. For free transcripts, please go to livinghour.org. Today's podcast was brought to you by Etitude, makers of fine organic bedding and accessories. Get 10% off your purchase with the special coupon code INSPIRATION 
visit them online now at etitude.com. That's E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.